0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot
1: with my smoking jacket on the fireplace is burning and the girlie is warm time to make my move. so gently i kiss her whisper in the ears and tell her that i miss her she might try to pop that boyfriend junk but i don't really care because i know he's a punk i'll stomp him like a roach if he tries to approach he can't get close because i'm the one who wrote i'm the one who wrote all right hey welcome to the black Outters Podcast with your host rod and karen heavy deal sound a little rapey on that one i don't know i might need to finish that verse i don't remember what else <laughs> happened in that song me either you might fuck around and be like didn't i just take the pussy like what ha 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 he's a what yeah. what where's <laughs> we going with this sir it's amazing the shit that slips by you um from old shit because you just
2: didn't know any better that and i think a lot of people just didn't listen to music that's and true once you go older it's something about getting older that makes you listen to lyrics yeah,
1: and for the record i'm not implying heavy no. was a rapist i really don't know the rest of those lyrics oh. i just i was just looking at it and was like wait a minute i don't remember the words being
2: like this no. Fuck that boyfriend junk what does that mean <laughs> she got a boyfriend man let her go right uh a lot of it is uh as people get older they actually listen to music because I know yeah. when I was young I was about that booming that bass and shaking my ass and when people have children they have a tendency to want to filter through music yeah. and tell children how their music ain't shit when your music wasn't shit either but you know nobody wants to admit that their quote unquote genre and music wasn't that Every, everything we listen to in our genre wouldn't the shit I know people don't want to admit that and I remember you talking about this before where once people get out of the age where they have unlimited time they freeze in that front time frame and everything after that point is bullshit and it's not so
1: yeah i just don't remember let me see if i can play this i just don't remember it oh yeah this is old genie right here i mean he talked about beating up her boyfriend because like i don't like how did the boyfriend get involved she cheating now why i'm gonna get my ass well she down in your house by the fireplace, and now you heavy D showing up, beating me up. For what? Right,
2: right, no, no, sir.
1: Huh. Sitting in my room with my smoker jacket on, the fireplace is burning and the girlie is warm. Time to make my move. So gently I kiss her, kiss her I... God Goddamn, I love old hip hop. Mm-hmm. God, I love it. It's so like, it's so earnest, <laughs> like, it's <so> earnest. <laughs> like it's not cynical at all man mm-hmm. like he really was just <laughs> like he got his boys in the background in the studio saying the words with him and shit and the fire is warm you know of I mean? course like niggas showed up and got a check that
2: day to say and the fire is warm that shit i would too <laughs> tell her i mess up yeah, they weren't trying to be too cool <laughs> I'm like fucker the checker check dog and that's when i turned out <laughs>
1: 410 <laughs> Boulevard. Like, it's a nigga that got paid to just uh-uh. say that. That's yes. crazy. I tell her that I miss her. I miss she her. might try to pop that boyfriend's jump, but I don't really care because I know he's a punk. I'll oh. stop him like a roach if he tries to approach. He can't get close because i the one who broke the oh. of romance. So come on, take a chance. You don't need a long look. All you need is a glance. If you wanna get warm, in my arms you belong. You have a problem. Have a problem. it can't go wrong. When oh. the oh. overweight in the howl. The, howl. the open doubles oh. in, in the, the howl. House. House. Oh. Do
3: it.
1: so basically he just gonna beat up the dude and take his chick uh, so i mean it doesn't i was worried it was going somewhere rapey but it sounds like his whole thing is she wants to be with me and don't worry about what your boyfriend thinks about it because i'll beat his ass which i still feel is a hard a harsh mm-hmm. way to resolve that problem right you know what well, that poor guy you know that dude need to have a rap song <laughs> called heavy d beat me up for no reason oh. <laughs> and then i was walking down the hall
2: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> he got done, and It got punched in I the said.
2: face by the as i was walking down the hall and seeing my girl with the overweight lover then he punched me yeah <laughs> and that's gonna be the end of that song he punched me in the face in the house you're right my jaw was broke in the house <laughs> going to the hospital in the house. <laughs> I didn't even do nothing. ER in the house. All right, MC Victim.
1: Right, it was fun. Now every day of your life, you want to be with me. When you got time to spend, spend time with every day. My goal is that you hold me gentle as a rose. Somebody need to bring this style of rap back. Not because it's good, but because it's funny. I wanna, I wanna go to that concert. Oh, that would be the best. Shit but in twenty, you know, twenty sixteen, you know anyway uh <laughs> this is a blackout tips that has nothing to do with anything uh you can find us on itunes stitcher just search the blackout tips it'll come up leave us five star reviews and uh if you um you know say something nice we'll read it on the show mm-hmm. the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh today's show is brought to you by listeners just like you mm-hmm Listeners that support us and help us, uh, continue to be great. Um, yes, sir. matter of fact, let's give a shout out to all the people that donated to the show while I pull up my donations and, uh, get the donation music going. Um, let's see. Uh, where is my song for the donations? Come on now. Um, that is not right. Um, oh, here we go.
3: N
2: W E N G. More money, I want your money. I want more money, I want your money. More money, I
3: want your money. I want more money, I want your oh. money.
0: Once upon a time, not long
3: ago, I was a ho
1: <laughs> and Oh my bad, my bad. That's a, no. That's what I play in my car after we get paid. All right, here's, here's, here's the music. I I'm would sorry. say that's
2: the home music pastor. I dedicate this
1: song. Who put that C D in the damn player. I'm
3: sorry.
1: Today's a new day. That's right. New day, new pay. New year, new me. Let's talk about this money. People that donated to the show. Chris F. Oh wait. Chet F. Recurring Donator, thank you, Chet.
2: That's new. I don't remember I believe name. that is new. Okay. I don't remember Chet
1: before. Mm-mm. Joy M, recurring donator, thank you, Joy. You bring us, George. Mm-hmm. Shantae B, recurring donator. Thank you, Shantae. Double A Mar- Media. Mm-hmm. Catherine B, yes. Catherine B, recurring mm-hmm.
2: donator.
1: Yeah, a lot of new folks. Shirley Wong, Esquire. Please say the Esquire. Official oh, lawyer. Jane N, recurring donator. She's brand new. Thank you, Jane. Yes. Go join the new members class. Yes,
2: we come right.
1: We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I meant to delete that one. Let me get that back. Alright. Uh, also, Dana, Dana W. Thank you very much, Dana.
2: Thank you.
1: Tanya S, recurring donator. Brand new recurring donator. Thank you, Tanya. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Ozzy, 40 ounces of love. Alexis H, recurring donator. Thank you. Rosalie V, Kashana K. That's definitely new. Yeah, that's
0: definitely. That's I, I remember new. that name.
1: Yeah, that's new. Uh, we appreciate y'all, t- oh, though. That's uh, that's everybody this week that uh, donated to the show. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Play me out, Kurt. It ain't easy, but today's a new day. But tell me where my blue skies? Where is that love, you You know what, Karen? This would be a perfect time for me to tell you. Uh, the other day, I was driving in my car. Mm-hmm. And I was driving in the car. And I heard a voice call out to me and it said, Rod, are you happy with this car? And I said, who the hell got in my car? Get You know, I pulled over to the side. <laughs> then I checked the trunk and everything. I said, this is crazy. And so I got back in the car after thoroughly checking the trunk and everything. Nobody was in there. Of course not. And they said, Rod, I'm still here. Are you happy with this car? And I said, I'm very happy with this car. It's not a fancy car but it's mine you know I so. and he said is this all you think I can do and I said yes nigga this is all like what, <laughs> what, what, what why would you want to do more than this everything's working okay got new tires everything's taken care of the AC works I'm doing fine car smell good people at Taco Bell tell me that all the time <laughs> and he said well alright then fuck you then nigga I said well fuck you then Get out of my car anyway. Ain't nobody asked you to come in here. He was like, well then, what the fuck well, I'm out then. And I said, bye. He said, cool, I'm about to go get somebody a plane. I said, damn, you didn't say nothing about a plane. Why didn't you say that up front? I would have loved the plane. But now, you know, I can't get a
2: plane, Mm-mm. so it's cool. No, come come and talk to me, cause when I when I get blessed, he get blessed. So you ask me, i be like, look, you can do more than you' talking about. Well, it's too late, Karen. He's nope. already, He
3: said, Mm-mm. fuck me. He's not nope. working with. Mm-mm. Okay, well you I'll send come him. Come
2: visit me. I'll send him your way. Thank
1: you. Because at the end, he said, I'm out, and I said, what's your name anyway? He said, Satan, Satan. and then he left. So, Karen, I'll send him to you. You're welcome. From
0: heaven, <laughs> <got from> <laughs> Difficulty.
1: Anyway, um, <laughs> that's not tr- that's, true. That's story. what happened. That's what happened. You told me something your
2: way. Yep, Mm-mm, that's, that's not a true story. Should listen to the whole story before you start but in. I think you made that whole entire story mm-hmm. up, and I know it was him too because he
1: said he was gonna help hot sauce get out of jail after he got done <laughs> I don't know, it was him.
2: oh something we need to say i don't know if you want to say it on a regular show now we kept forgetting y'all know we've been doing this podcast for six years
1: yeah we, this is our sixth year doing the show january 6th was the uh anniversary of, we keep forgetting yeah i had it in my phone and for some reason i said it to remind me a day the day after but i was like well why did i do that but yeah six years man it's official official like a whistle dog so yeah it's dope um but uh all right let's um let's get through this okay we got reviews we got all kinds of stuff let's start with the five-star reviews uh on itunes uh review number two from talking mno who says i'm not sure if this will work but i hope it does i left a five-star review over the show a while back but thought what the hell why do? why not do hashtag another one this podcast is greatness it's a cultural relevant a, a podcast as you will find out there rod and karen are by far the hardest working duo putting out free and premium content every episode they do is original entertaining thought-provoking and just flat-out dope this isn't just praise for praise sake either i truly believe in what they're doing i hope as many people as possible give the show a listen rod karen key of the great work thanks for the show thank, thank you. you we appreciate you breaking news five stars god keeps blessing rights Listen, I've been listening to this show for a few months and kept forgetting to leave a review. I love, love, love this podcast. Rod and Karen are brilliantly funny and insightful. Listen up when Karen starts off with, here's the thing, or it's one of those things, because she's about to teach and it's going to be good. LOL. And Rod <laughs> is always up to date on the breaking news. I eat Chipotle and his E. coli issues. I almost went last night. Can't stop me. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be the one to try to tell us the apocalypse is coming just like the dude with the butter knife on Fear the Walking Dead. Love you, folks. I hope I'm that nigga in a suit. I want to be suit dude. Cokie <laughs> <laughs> Negra,
0: whoa, she hey, loves a five star view,
1: sweetie. She always uh swearing me off on Twitter. And I mean, like I quit you. This is the last time. I'm like
2: every day you quit me, you
1: quit me brand new every twenty four hours. Oh, you gotta old,
2: keep the relationship fresh.
1: I know every every day I wake up, the Cokie telling me I'm done. A uh, old old maid school mom should know better. I really should not be listening to this podcast. See, look at me <laughs> trying to deny our love again. A shame. I'm a responsible member of society, but no matter what happens, I can't quit riding Karen. They keep me from being so stiffy. <laughs> when I'm not clutching my pearls, I'm enjoying the ratchet very much. Oh, thank you. Thank no, it took, you. No, that took a lot for you to say to admit to yourself. Yeah, hold on to them tight, baby. The first part. The first part of a of an addiction is admitting you have one. Okay? <laughs> right. Really worth 10 stars by Sunflower, Smiley Face, who says, So, since I haven't left the review in a while, I must have forgotten iTunes restrictions. I remember to say my explicit language for an email next time. But anyway, <laughs> I love the Blackout Tips and I love Ryder Karen's take on what's going on in this crazy world. Two great podcasters who care about their fans is, if you're not listening to them, you're not woke. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, she must have been the person that said, I wrote a review and I was like, Yeah, well, I didn't see it. What is it? She was like, Yeah, it was like, Uh five star bitch. I was like, Yeah, I tell don't like (laughs) cursing.
2: Yeah you might have did stars it might have rolled past it yeah yeah. you right bitch they are going to stop that yeah they're gonna assume that you're not talking about a female dog who
1: knows how many more reviews we have in the ether because somebody was like my niggas and and
2: nato's like nope never they will never see this back to the urban section right it will when blew it away
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh april shicker says long overdue i have yo i've had yo got stuck in my head for about six months now and still have a level five star review
2: what what is your boy? Yo, Gotti. y'all do great shit. Right. Today
1: is the day. Big thanks to both Ryder Karen for being a humorous and thoughtful part of my day every day. Love your topics. Love your banter and energy. Love the jokes and love your honesty. Thanks for making me think about things in a different way. It helps we, me grow as a human. I spread the good word about TBGWT every day, and I'm about to get my premium membership going. P.S. Think of all the unknown David material, David Boy material you had to experience now. Hard yeah i wouldn't listen to um some spotify list with him on there yeah, that list is long um i wouldn't listen to like the best of and some some stuff kind of skim through it but uh and somebody sent me like a whole album on um oh. amazon so yeah i'll definitely check it out man you know um, he got a
2: lot of classics that people have a tendency to overlook or they don't really they've been in commercials they've been in background they've been in music they've been in all kinds of shit that people just think don't think twice about it or don't even realize that he made the song
1: well I don't I mean I'm sure others do because apparently he was a big deal you know what I mean so I just didn't know I, I was late not everybody else uh and lastly T-dub says love 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 the show five stars I'm finally he care Karen's call to speak up if you love the show if only Stefan could speak through me. Here goes. Broadcasting from an iPod Nano tucked away in President Obama's favorite hoodie, this podcast has it all. <laughs> news, pop culture, music, jokes, sword ratcheting, bullet ball extreme. Like little people in Vin Diesel masks and green flamingos on roller skates bringing you gay news. Give the show a few listens. You'll laugh. You'll cry. Soon you'll Sylvester screen through the grocery store and start muttering, 100 every time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you, you
1: have way. to talk to ignorant co-workers or read the news <laughs> that is true
2: right i can't imagine how many people when they just get mad just so they don't deal with they just yell 100 and walk away and everyone like what the what the fuck what where does 100 come from
1: yeah yeah people do that a lot like i see that on twitter all the time like it's real like we have given that that emoji 100 a whole different <laughs> meaning
2: yeah you just put a 100 at them <laughs> and just walk away and then like what yeah. the fuck
1: people just put up an article it'd be like i don't know it'd just be like uh, Donald Trump says black people ain't shit, and then it just see a hundred. No, no comment necessary. <laughs> no, no like, We get it. Yes, we do. Hearing them tell it like it is from a black perspective and stay for the uh stay for the camaraderie as a personal side I've been off work with an injury for the last few months, and listening to the podcast helps give structure to my day and keeps my spirits up through the wretched physical therapy drills. Oh yeah. I understand yeah, that. Physical
2: therapy ain't no joke, dog. When I
1: didn't have a job, that was the thing that kind of kept me saying was listening to certain podcasts that put out shows either every day or every so often and you know especially the uh, keeping a girl which goes five days a week was was big for me because it was like it still gives some routine to my day. Is you know i get to listen to this five days a week um i was uh you know i actually went premium when i was unemployed because you know i believed in them and i thought i want to kind of almost pay it for like one day mm-hmm. hopefully people will feel that way about us right and um i remember uh listening to them and just being like it felt like you know i'm still kind of in my cubicle i still have you know get up apply for jobs go to the gym do all this stuff and uh, it was really good karen's laugh is infectious and her and Rod's back and forth is a joy the community that has built up around the show is full of intelligent thoughtful down-to-earth unapologetic nerds who in true tbgwt style are funny open-minded and ready to discuss the state of our world or just have a meme more. This Saltine American is proud to be counted as a fan. (laughs) Saltine American. Sound like a guest of race right there. (laughs) And so thankful for the new family found here. Hugs and all. Thank you, T-Dub. Thank you, sweetie. Appreciate you. Um, We do. And we did get a one-star review. By the way, we always have people that leave bad reviews, okay? Mm -hmm. We typically don't read them on the show. Mm -hmm. um, And people, just imagine the shit people leave. Okay, just whatever you're thinking, those are things people don't like, right? Yep. Here's the thing i typically would not read this but this one i'm reading because it's so funny to me okay like i really like i can't stop smiling reading this okay okay this is from bear sanders <laughs> right. now i'm not saying bernie sanders but bear sanders <laughs> and i don't think it's a joke i don't think it's somebody trolling us who's really trying to make us think of bernie sanders I this is their name okay a waste of time one star I tried to listen to this podcast when they put out an episode reviewing making a murderer, but magically they somehow made it all about themselves and about being black. The real kicker was when they started complaining that there was no documentaries about black people being murdered and that we only care about Stephen Avery's case because that's what we are being told to care about. What do you think the news is? i was so annoyed listening to this podcast i didn't even make it halfway through before i had to turn it off that is that is the exact kind of person that i was saying i don't fuck with right because they they're a bunch of egg avatar motherfuckers dog yeah. avatar i
2: guarantee it's probably one of the people that hit us up about that shit too because somebody yes. somebody hit us up about that with that same complaint yeah and it's part of that same people. person
1: yeah a couple people where i had to get them off my page like right. uh, we're, we're not, not doing this that. honey
2: we're not Mm-mm-mm. doing this what you ain't gonna do boo boo right. is come over here and tell me how to feel about some shit
1: i had to turn the surge i block you but i'm just saying in general that's exactly the problem is you have all these people that care about this motherfucker because they were told to care about this motherfucker. That motherfucker ain't watched that Central Park 5 documentary. Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucker ain't about that. He don't care about anybody else. You know, he's not fighting for OJ's rights. You know, I guarantee he want that nigga locked up. Like, it's just so funny to see the hate come out and that's one of the biggest turnoffs about this series is the kind of person that cares about it doesn't typically care about injustice in any other form come on now we talk about this shit twenty four seven, three sixty five, 365 dog like it's a way of life for us but for you to dabble your toe in it because a fucking defense team was able to pay a documentary person to put together basically their defense argument and leave out all the evidence that he probably did it you fall hook line and sinker for that like if anything it's a study in making a murder is a study of how easily most people are manipulated it's which is kind of sad to see people that otherwise are intelligent just fall right into this trap of yeah well if they if the defense team says he didn't do it that's their job too
2: yes, that's their is. job
1: as well like everybody got a job while the prosecutor got a job to to, to make it seem like he did it the other people have a job to make it seem like he didn't like that's just if you get involved in any single case you'll come to that but it's funny who picks which cases to be outraged about Mm -hmm. when you look at the cases that people typically feel the most outraged about it's typically involving white people right i'm not saying that uh those white that all these white people got it they didn't get done wrong at all i still feel like stephen Avery did it but he was framed you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but but at the same time the cases that we really, as a society, are told to care about don't involve black people,
2: right? Because black black women go missing just like a lot of these white women go missing, but you don't see Nancy Grace posting them around, breathing hard, talking about the shit. Five to ten years later, you have uh uh black children to get kidnapped and get missing. Don't nobody care. You know, you have a lot of shit that happened to black people that don't even get a second glance, and it's just funny. Like you said, you're complaining about the shit that we specifically are is talking yeah. about it's like would you care would you even write us would you even give a fuck would you even have listened to our goddamn podcast if this was happened to be about a black person making the murder you wouldn't care when they got the ratings and when it got the views it wouldn't be number one on netflix i wouldn't be
1: shocked if that's the person that i had to block who mm-hmm. was telling me how it was we were racist but then when i looked up his uh looked into his twitter because you can search people's twitter stuff mm-hmm. the only time he mentioned black lives matter was to tell them to shut up and that they were being a problem for bernie sanders so right. they would like you guys are just hurting yourselves and shit like that right
2: That that's just like the uh the person that came and added all us uh because of uh and this was ironic is that, like I said, that Sunday we had just talked to April about the Oscars and, you know, how about, you know, the racism in the Oscars and shit like that. And then all the nominations came out, and everybody got an uproar and then somebody trolling her was basically trolling us talking about, um, about the race and shit like that. And you're like, come on, dog You yeah, only April. care because people are mad
1: uh we got five star views on stitcher oh by the way my point of reading that is to tell you they never stop sending us hate hateful bullshit
2: yeah we just don't read it so if you're, you're sitting on the you. fence
1: sometime and you're like oh man should i sit in a five star yes you should Yeah, you should because people that don't like us never fucking stop they
2: never they never give up dog
1: yeah so I, you know hopefully the people that support us never fucking stop and uh we can help combat this shit um latonya says uh five stars you got me karen Thank you. I have been listening for almost a year now. I have had to stifle house of laughter at work for months, and I am loving it. I finally became a premium member today. I couldn't take it anymore. I know Karen was watching. <laughs> <laughs> Your podcast is the best right? Karen and Karen are insightful, hilarious, and ratchet enough to make me delight in it. Keep it up. Keep getting some head by the water. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll keep laughing.
2: Getting some head by the water. That's my
1: jam. <laughs> trying to get laid when you can i can't even remember the rest of that shit (laughs) trying to fuck somebody yes (laughs) we ain't lucky we got them sure ain't this ain't good (laughs) time this ain't good times oh man portlandia k says five stars i've been listening for about a year and a half and this show is always on the top of my favorites list uh, first, Rod and Karen are naturally funny, so you will be laughing whether they are talking about dog nasty, fast food, E. coli, current events. And it's more, but it's more than laughs. Rod and Karen talk about serious topics in a way you won't hear anywhere else. They are so genuine that you might forget that they are, are actually your friends even though it feels like you're all just sitting around trying to make sense of things together you will come to anticipate when rod's about to bust out laughing and when karen's about to go off on one of her sermons that gives us life trust all the five-star reviews podcast is among the best thanks portlandia k
2: thank you yes everybody continue to send us reviews on itunes and stitchers because like we say we know the people that uh don't like us they are vigilant and we expect our fans to be just as vigilant or even more because I'm, I am of the belief that, uh, love, uh, out, outshines hate. I really do truly believe that. And you guys have been loving and supporting us for a very long time. And we want you to continue to love and support us. And the best way to do it that does not cost you a dime is to leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us a review on both. If you less one on iTunes, leave us one on Stitcher. If you love one on Stitcher, leave us one on iTunes. And I'm I'm still looking at the people because like i said i see the downloads and the reviews don't match the downloads so it's a whole lot of y'all out there that ain't that ain't left one yet i'm looking at you looking at you right now
1: Mm-hmm. um so we had episodes where we had comments um the first one was our review podcast i mean not review our uh feedback podcast uh 100 wait 1112 1112 uh, lust and flip-flops
2: <laughs> no comments
1: but the poll was which is better ass titties or dick Uh, writer chick left one comment and said this is an excellent poll one of the best so far now the results were 30, <laughs> 34% of people went ass 26% of people went titties and winning it all in a shocker
2: <laughs>
1: dick with 39% guys Congratulations, Dick.
2: Yes. Gay women and men. I mean, yeah, no. Gay women and men no. I don't know not, what not, they not, voted no. for.
1: Gay men probably voted for gay. Dick. Men I don't know.
2: And women. That's but, what I mean. Gay, gay men
1: women. might have voted for ass. Yeah, they might And you bad. know, gay women might, you know, like they probably definitely do not vote for Dick, but they gotta pick me mm-hmm. between ass and titties, Karen. This is a this is the most important poll we've ever done.
2: My, yeah my bad my uh uh-uh. but i just i'm sorry for making assumptions about people's personal preference i yeah. i truly truly apologize All
1: Right, and plus you know gay women probably eat ass i mean uh it's just listen it was just gonna be one for the ages i'm shocked dick one <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: i'm shocked anyway good for you dick uh we had episode uh 11 space time experience where we had april uh, from rain of com, come on we talked about we gave you prophecy <laughs> right ain't that the truth we gave you prophecy when we talked about mm-hmm. the oscars and diversity in hollywood and um yeah I'll probably talk about that more tomorrow but yes yeah so we uh it's crazy crazy to me too guys mm-hmm. fucking um we had our own just in time i know anyway we got some comments think pretty smart says one what type of mercedes was black youngster buying for 200k remember black youngster got arrested outside the police uh got detained outside the bank for withdrawing too much money mm-hmm. and fitting the description come on dog not a concept car because they are millions any bins he can he can get even if it's bulletproof no amount of rims tent tvs and the hair add up to 200k Two, spending that much cash on one thing is going to have the IRS after him because the dealership has to report him to the IRS if he gives them more than 10K for a down payment. Everyone knows you take 9999 the first day, then pay the rest in wire transfer and or $9,999 installments. Yeah, everybody knows that. The government will never find it no uh generally any person in a trade or business who receives more than ten thousand dollars in cash in a single transaction or related transaction must complete form eight thousand three hundred eighty three hundred okay report of cash payments over ten thousand dollars received in the trade or business pdf form eight three hundred is a joint form issued by the irs and the financial crimes enforcement network and is used by the government to track individuals that evade taxes and those who profit from criminal activities then she linked us to the form because she's so thorough
2: oh so there was like we don't care about shit under $10,000. you all can do what y'all want to, but when she, this right here is the benchmark.
1: We need to get uh, Miss Barnes on the um, Baller Alert Investigation Unit. What? She on it. Cause she uh she, she put in that research. Uh, Celeste 63 says, great show, and I really enjoyed the guest April. Hard to believe she's 46 years old. She looks younger. Man, she looks way younger.
2: I thought she was in her 20s with her avi. I literally thought she was in her 20s. I
1: know. She won't accept those uh, compliments, though, guys. She will be like, I'm old. I'm like, well, I'm just going to not believe you.
2: Yeah, I don't believe
1: her either. She's 25. I think she's really on the run from somebody. That's cool. <laughs> I don't want to blow her cover. Right. Uh, you Ain't Got the Answer says, "Greeting, guys. I love this episode. April is not only inspiring, but she has a great sense of humor. I love when you guys have women on the show that can not only articulate their beliefs, but are witty along with it. She was a pleasure. Having her along with Karen was dynamic. It was, man. I was sitting back listening to most of the show. You know what else is cool is... um. When we have people like that, I think a lot of it goes to almost combat the efforts. Not that there's anything wrong with people that just kinda aren't very humorous or don't really joke a lot and stuff. You know, obviously that I mean, they don't make the best podcast guests, but there's nothing wrong with people being like that. But there's always this like stigma that women aren't funny and feminist women can't take a joke and all All this shit but we routinely have women that you know identify as you know especially black women there's all this the angry black woman stereotype shit we routinely have great guests on here that are black women that are feminists that are i'm not saying april was a feminist i you know you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. however she identifies but the point being we have people that they because the reputation is she started oscar so black obviously she's just a uptight can't take a joke don't understand and then it's like mm-hmm. no nah, she comes on here and kicks and we have fun
3: mm-hmm.
1: like i don't like what what would make you think that she was su- such a you know like why would you come up with that image you know so anyway i think it's dope rod thanks for bringing up that anita documentary even though i'm not a five-star celebrity like you my hulu subscription allowed me to watch it and I thoroughly enjoy every minute of it oh yeah the anita hill documentary it's good y'all get a chance check it out uh i think we still have it here somewhere lol i was four when it came out and knew nothing about her nor her story i really appreciate the only black man professor ogletree supporting her stated that anita received no support from other black men because they felt as though she was bringing the black man down along with her response of well look what happened to me what about me that speaks volumes yep solidarity is for black men uh afterwards i did my ghouls and she is now my shiro. thanks for the recommendation you guys are great you're welcome baby and she says oh i just realized that the man's name is professor ogletree like the, the professor on the parkers laugh my ass off yikes well i never watched parker so i don't know if that's bad um uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway um the <laughs> nobody will write in like you, you don't know david bowie and the parkers because <laughs> i know on, that's man. that's
2: that's strike two against you in 2016
1: come on guys uh will you watch the oscars this year was the poll i appreciate the honesty from the eight percent of y'all that said yes
2: <laughs> it's like yep i watch every year. It's the routine we throw a party this is what i do that's you know i i got friends and that that's their thing they don't care this is their thing
1: 64 percent said no and 28 percent said maybe after the nominations are announced because uh, the nominations were announced at the time right and people were hopeful that maybe some black people would get nominated so i'm gonna assume most of that 28 percent is no now right Cavadana says i will because my wife enjoys award shows i find them boring but watching the oscars makes her happy hey the wife hates any form of violence or gore but she sat through the walking dead and game of thrones i can survive a few hours of inane award shows marriage is about to give and take yeah it's also about having two tvs
2: uh because mm-hmm. <laughs> i will get up and walk out on you yep about like, these nice tvs This. Put on and, the use. Uh, walk my ass on another room. Uh episode I mean, Karen still ain't
1: seen Black Jesus. I don't mm-hmm. know why, guys. It's great. She just refused. <laughs> uh episode eleven fourteen, Hot Sauce Speaks. That sauce. Uh we had comments, uh, but it was just I believe this episode was just me and Karen and we discussed David Bowie's death and Sylvester Stallone messing up his speech at the Golden yes, stuff. Yes, sir uh we got comments jawan says uh what up rod and karen now this is odd for me as i'm leaving a comment prior to actually listening to this episode since i got to get my hot take in so my boy hit me up via gchat to share his astonishment that you didn't know fucks with or give a shit about david bowie um well i wouldn't say i didn't give a shit but i mean i didn't really know anything about him so right uh, my, my, i mean i guess you could technically say that but it wasn't it's not in a negative way right my response to said indignation was and so what now my boy just couldn't comprehend wait y'all be g chatting about us what <laughs> i just caught that um i just caught that <laughs> now my boy just couldn't comprehend that there was people our age that didn't know bowie so i shared a story with him A few years ago, my girlfriend at the time, who was now who is now my wife, was chilling with me in my apartment and we were watching Glee. One of the characters started singing a song, and my girlfriend started getting misty eyed and started waxing poetic about this particular song. The song was by Kiss and it's called Beth. Now I'm a DJ and I can nerd out on some music with just about anyone, and I never heard this shit in my life up until that very moment. My girlfriend was shocked when I never heard this song before, since I said I'm a DJ. So she pulled up a clip on YouTube. I'll save you the horror of sending you that link, but let me describe what i saw i saw this motherfucker in full makeup singing his whack-ass ballad to a studio field of, of white people on an american bandstand to date outside a trump clan rally this was the whitest shit i'd ever seen in my life so my girlfriend finished watching the video as she turned to me looking for some type of acknowledgement of this beautiful moment she thought we were sharing and i said to her you know i'm black right she she laughed and said but you're a dj yeah that's right i'm a good dj what in the fuck would it look like me playing this whack shit by kiss just because some shit may be popular in your purview doesn't mean everyone knows it my boy got the hint and hopefully these fools will get out of your mentions peace p.s yeah i watch glee does anyone have a problem with that winky face nope no you know what
2: i wonder is like nope because they're gonna watch one tree heel so Mm -hmm. you know it's a lot of people and brandon too right Brandon. like Brandon, watch a lot of apparent in the parenthood like so you know a lot of people watch a lot of white shit yeah who
1: knows what my shit's gonna be you know like when somebody dies or whatever that i'm gonna be like you know what i'm gonna be like fuck that shit man i can't believe nobody knows who the fuck i'm talking about you yeah,
2: know i'm i guarantee right because for you it's gonna be out uh, and this is just my prediction it's gonna be a rapper maybe like, you know. like 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 somebody that you would really have I to know
1: uh alan rickman died and I, that was sad to me he was also 69 he was the um everybody should know him as hans gruber from die hard the original he's the the bad guy mm-hmm.
2: and snake from harry potter
1: yeah he was snake uh yep so people you know people know who he is i mean i don't think it touched me the way that david bowie died and touched all these other people but right. i was a little sad like damn
2: hans dead right he's been around a long time. <clears throat>
1: aj the engineer says this fucking with black people segment was rough like usual i hated the end result of that crossbow story but love the response of the victim's family like you said i'm tired of black families having to forgive so that everybody else can move on that dude killed a girl over a bad drug transaction that's it i don't care if you have black friends and know and now you know better your ass should have known better back in 1992 i'm glad the victim's family basically said fuck your opinions and stay locked up i hope that kkk dude dies in that jail Rod, you had a great point about the Utah police shooting case. The man was actually trying to help his neighbors earn a few dollars. What suspicious things was he doing? He wasn't stealing or assaulting. He wasn't being a bother to anybody. So what the fuck are you calling the police for? I know it'll never happen, but I really wish we could go back and find the people calling 911 over stuff like this. They really need to answer for their actions. Somebody calls 911 and Tamir ends up dead. Somebody calls 911 from Walmart and John Crawford ends up dead. A neighbor calls 911 about a pool party and a teenager ends up on the ground and her friend's being threatened at gunpoint. Yeah, I think... I just want to add one quick thing. I think for a large... To a large extent, that is exactly what people want and believe the police are there for. Mm -hmm. The things that happen to us after 911 is called, even when we're not doing anything wrong, there's a lot of people that just feel the police are just an extension of helping to... Keep them further staying. racism uh and and violence towards us. Now that being said, the Tamir thing is a little different. The person that called nine one one said he had a toy gun. Nine one one dispatcher took that part out. So in that case, I won't see nine one one dispatcher in trouble. You know, but I, I don't know, man. Because like the thing is, like I said, uh I think it was before episode of Balls Deep when I talked about it in the pregame. But I had a situation where um, a neighbor—I guess they moved since—but they were having a loud argument. This guy and his, and his uh, girlfriend, I'm assuming, were having a loud argument at that car, and they didn't know I was in my car. So when I got out the car, I um, saw her. I think she was kind of like running to her car, like not not running, but like that cry run that like kids do. Mm-hmm. but she was just like no i don't want to hear it, dah, 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 dah. so they were arguing about something and she was crying and you know, apparently they argued a lot karen said she's seen it before mm-hmm. but point being i didn't have any context to this i didn't know they argue a lot i didn't know this was their thing whatever so she gets in the car and he's trying to like tell her whatever like either console her make her calm down whatever and i walk by and i hear it kind of and i notice it and when they see me, they both kind of. Well, he kind of quiets down. They both kind of quiet down. They're, they're yelling. This is like fucking seven in the morning, y'all. um And so then I heard her say, "No, get off of me." To which basically, like I like my heart dropped because I'm like, "Okay, now what do I do?" Right. You see what I'm saying? Because they're they're a black couple, and part of me is like, well, I can call nine one one but doing this shit for a living i'm like and then they show up and kill the motherfucker and i find out that it was just they were arguing because he got caught cheating or some sexting somebody or fucking uh i don't know she was mad about something else like i don't like did i just take their couple spat which wasn't you know did not appear to be violent or physical in any way and just get them motherfuckers killed in my brain. So, so, and it's sad I even had to think that fucking way right. in this country. So I, so basically I was like in my, and this all happens within a
2: few seconds.
1: Uh, yeah. Like I don't have yeah. like minutes to think about this. I have a few seconds. So this all happened in a couple of seconds. So I basically, I had, oh, and I had groceries in my hand. So I just dropped the groceries and my bag and started walking towards them to ask if everything is okay and and then the other thought i had to my head is you know if this was some type of violent situation uh i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do i guess like at right. that moment i'm like i'm guessing i'm about to fight this motherfucker which is not like i'm not approaching like i can't wait to fight this dude i'm thinking mm-hmm. like, i'm thinking this as i'm walking over because like, i'm like i, want I can't this to be peaceful yeah i can't be the kind of person that walks away from something like right. this do you see and report, respect myself and do
2: you see a report some shit about something done happened to this woman
1: yes Right. so i started and then he like and and i saw he was leaning over in the seat now you know more than likely he's probably like trying to hug her and get her to stay or something like that um but i can't tell what's going on in the car and in my brain in my adrenaline pumped up brain i'm thinking like is he hitting her am i about to like do i gotta fuck this nigga up you know or whatever so i feel like that was kind of part of it and so um i walk towards them and when he sees me and makes eye contact he like stands up out of, like out of the car like he was leaning over the car like he was trying to hug her or to tell her like to try to tell her not, not to leave or grab her keys or something and when when i do that he gets up and steps away from the car and um and oh and matter of fact i think i still have my groceries in my hands i just turned and looked towards him and took a couple steps and so after that, she's able to close the door, and he's like still standing out outside the car. And I realized, well, okay, that's not a violent situation. It's mm-hmm. not. He's not threatening her. He's not hitting her. I'm actually glad I didn't call nine one one because, like I said i and maybe it's my own paranoia but i'm like i just hope they don't show up and shoot a motherfucker because they right. you know because we saw two black people gotta right. j- just kill them and then you we'll know, figure it out
2: right and shooting that, ask questions later which is sad because right.
1: that would never cross a probably a white person's right. mind they would just be like i called 911 they was arguing who knows what was going on and so um then like after i did that they you know like he walked away from the car kind of she closed the door and got ready to pull off and then i then i turned and walked in the house and then i thought about it for a few more seconds i was in the house and i was like yo i really don't know how that situation worked out let me go back out there and when i went they were gone like he was gone she was gone Now i saw them later you know (laughs) like you know back to lovey-dovey shit i don't know what that relationship's all about but And like I said, I've never seen like a bruise or any signs of Mm-mm. physical altercations or anything. So I really Mm-mm. was inclined to believe it was just a loud argument. But the point being, it's so whack that we live in a world where I'm like, yeah, I can't call nine one one because I might it might be a fucking death sentence.
2: And not only for them, it might be a death sentence for you because it's one of the things too where you can call nine one one, all of a sudden you're a fucking suspect and you're like motherfucker, I called you Yeah, I'm gonna lie, I am going to lie that
1: wasn't even in my thinking like i wasn't even thinking about myself in that manner like what if nine one one shoots me i really was just thinking like if they come out there and they see them arguing or something and also by the time they get here who knows what the fuck could have happened if it really was something fucked up but right it's just i don't know man it's just sad that we don't even really have that alternative
2: man Mm -mm. it's like i'm i'm the suspect you the suspect she the suspect like right right (laughs) For, for 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 most of the for most white people in our country uh, and for most children, it's kind of ingrained. If you see something bad, call nine one one, and this "quote unquote" supposed to be the bad—I the, mean, the good person—and take care of the situation. Right. And in most situations, things things do end up well. But you have a lot of situations where things don't end up well because people don't respond the way they and should. I,
1: but also, I really wish the police, because like I said, my concern isn't that like I'm not gonna call the police and be like y'all need to get out here and shoot this nigga but Mm-mm. I'm really worried that the police response is oh it's black people let's get out there with our guns and do something about it and it's like that response is so over the fucking top it scares me to be the person that has to call and and I mean I don't blame these people necessarily for calling I think the police should be the ones like well what's he doing suspicious right. well, he's walking around with a shovel in people's jars. so he's offering to shovel snow well he could i don't know maybe i don't okay well what's suspicious about him well i mean he got he got a shovel Uh, man it's snowing outside and the people iced in the driveways. he he's going from door to door trying to okay all right well all right we'll we'll look into it and then they just go yeah um go out there and just be cat like just check to make sure like everything's straight but Don't go out there and be like, "Let me beat this nigga and shoot him," because then a nigga is dead, shot in the back, dead. Yeah, because a suspicious nine one one call and it's like, what was suspicious about anything about that shit? Come on now. Anyway, it drives me insane because not only are these state sanctioned killings, but they're initiated sometimes by our neighbors. Yeah. All these people are dead or hurt due to the fear of black skin. But the person who called nine one one, the first place continues living their life with no problem. So I'll just talk about police training, the criminal justice reform. I really hope someone focus on put is put on initial nine one one dispatches because the current way is some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I think they have to train the dispatches and the police to be like, all right, look, what's suspicious? Is just he black and you in this neighborhood and you don't like black people.
2: Cause well it's the person really committing
1: the crime yeah like i really i would really appreciate what like i have, have break-ins been going on out here and this is the suspect like i right. need more than just i saw a black man walking a dog i think it's a dog fighting ring around here guys can you come out here and shoot him
2: right. you know you're like come on ma'am um he actually lives in the neighborhood you need yeah. to just get to know your neighbors
1: um wonga writes saying everyone has their blind spots when it comes to things and like you guys say you can't know everything during nerd offs when either of you t- or two or guests start talking about all the different anime you watch i have no idea what's happening yeah we watching black lagoon right now matter of fact it's good when you say you didn't know who bowie was i thought you'd probably unwillingly unknowingly know some of his stuff and as you were reading the article and they mentioned let's dance and labyrinth and stuff you were like oh yeah I got mates who, have, uh, who don't know, don't really know his shit, but I mentioned Puff Daddy's been around the world, Sample, Less Dance, and Vanilla Ice got taken to court over using Bowie and Queens under pressure for Ice Ice Baby, and mm-hmm. they're like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Also, in Guardians of the Galaxy, when they are flying into nowhere to meet the collector, it's a Bowie track playing. I brought the soundtrack, ha, ha, ha. And as usual, the show helped me get through the work days, so thanks.
2: Thank you. Oh, thank you. I didn't know that about
1: me neither and the poll was do you ever play the lottery yes i've helped free hot sauce before and no i don't care about black <laughs> love all right uh hold on uh and uh, yeah it was either yes i've helped free hot sauce before or no i don't care about black love 61 percent of y'all said yes i've helped free hot sauce before and 39 percent of y'all don't care about black love that's sad man that's <laughs> real sad that y'all be that cynical y'all support this show but y'all don't support hot sauce uh mm-hmm. black mm-hmm. love that's sad man
2: a lot of people do now a lot of people do
1: not enough we put our episode um for state of the union uh holiday which was actually balls D sports 135 drunk D sports mm-hmm. put it out for people just uh to, to hear what you're missing on the premium side okay guys um uh so the um uh, <laughs> the actual comments to the episode a uh, writer chick just says the best episode ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got a lot of that a lot of people had a really good time listening to that mm-hmm. that weren't premium
2: so they didn't they never heard it before um yeah you like i gotta tell people you don't have to know nothing about sports to listen to balls D sports yeah because we just basically on having a good time and for those that are not premium, Roderick and Justin spent an hour talking about TV shows. They talk about loving hip hop and loving flip flops or whatever you want to call it and other shows they've been watching. So, yeah, I think last year for the Super Bowl, they actually named the show We Ain't Talk About Super Bowl. So, you know, that goes to show you, you know, how yeah. much of a sports show the sports show is.
1: Sometimes it's, I mean, I think we know our shit, but sometimes um, we just don't take it as seriously as everybody else. Right. You know, I'm not gonna be yelling at Justin like skipping fucking Stephen A over shit that doesn't really affect anybody's life. Mm-hmm. Um HC says three things. One, I need to claim my pig pick'em prize after choking it away in week seventeen last year. Yes you do, man. What's your email address and all this shit?
2: Email yes, me. Yes, cause you never hit People that trying day. to get your shit,
1: dog. Yes, B. Cole already emailed us in, man. So you need to uh email me to blackout at gmail so you can get your shit, bruh. Mm-hmm number two this drunken greatness felt like the epic four loco episode of years past speaking of drunkenness number three rod and justin probably should take an idea from pac-man jones and record an apology to steve smith posted on instagram steve seems like the type that would take any and every opportunity to toss someone up in these streets tbgwt has a wide reach though i i'd see the humor if he fought y'all without even hearing this episode but turned out to be a bernie stand seeking revenge yeah i do apologize to steve smith if anybody listening to this can tell him i'm sorry unless he didn't hear the original comments in which case don't tell him anything because he might go and listen to him uh but i mean it won't the thing about fighting steve smith is i won't know it until i'm already knocked out so in a way it's really nothing i can do about it Mm -mm. you know he just gonna sneak me um (laughs) and the poll was is steph curry hurting the game of basketball yes or no yes five percent of y'all think he is hurting the game basketball and 95% of y'all Say no, which I agree with. Uh writer Chick says this is the one time I really agree with Justin. The game is hurt by the guy who gets in the NBA and thinks he can do shit like Steph without putting in the hard work. Yeah. Well Justin is uh routinely uh wrong yeah. and sometimes like a broken clock. He can be right.
2: Every yeah, nine then he is.
1: Yeah. You just never know with that guy. Mm-mm. Uh episode eleven sixteen, What's wrong with black girl magic was the last episode of the week. Um. So let me wait for this page load. Uh, and we talked about creepy sex dolls, mm-hmm. Stephen Avery, bunch of stuff. Um. Anyway, the comments Teresa says. Oh wait, no. Maya, Maya B stars out out of spite towards that woman. I bought a Mac Black Girl Magic shirt just ahead of time of my panel at my university discussing black superheroes and black comic creators for our civil rights conference since she thinks we're miss marvel and vixen combined i'm gonna wear my shirt while discussing magical negroes thank y'all for the link
2: <laughs>
3: you're
1: yeah. more
2: than welcome baby in the show
1: notes i put a link to the uh black girl magic uh t-shirts cool from, uh our girl the pmb on twitter cool so, uh so you guys can actually like go support Mm -hmm. teresa says i heard an interview with a psychologist at university of toronto uh it may be the same one quoted in the article about child sex dolls and it changed my perspective about pedophiles child molesters a bit please don't misunderstand i have no love lost for anyone who abuses children first there is a distinction between the two pedophiles are sexually attracted to prepubescent children and have not necessarily abused a child child molesters have actually abused a child most of what we know about our child molesters slash pedophile who have offended we know next to nothing about pedophiles who've never offended well it's impossible to know it's like trying to prove um it's trying to it's like trying to prove um a negative right if you haven't offended people won't know unless you say it but people like but if you're not acting on those impulses nobody necessarily is gonna believe you uh psychologists slash doctors must report if they find i mean by the way i don't think people out here just telling people that shit by the way like do you know i'm only attracted to previous and everybody's like all right well thanks for sharing like nah people just ain't people probably are not telling very many people that if Mm. they are feeling that way right psychologists and doctors must report if they find a patient is a pedophile even without having offended so someone that wants to get help to not offend cannot get it without criminalization you were spot on with your pre-crime joke yeah well you know i've been doing this for a while to you know what i'm saying i'm kind of good with these jokes this dude who said they had a patient that got caught in a, to catch a predator type sting and was happy because he knew he could get help he had not offended before that day perhaps he would have if it were a child and not a sting well i mean that situation is what you where you're going to do it but they should be able to get help before they get to that point right now it's not even possible but well, they can get one of these little child sex dolls man you know keep it around the house i'm sure that'll be everybody will think that's cool i think we need to remember that if we keep children safe from being abused slash molested we need to change this reactive response to pedophiles so they can seek treatment before they think of offending otherwise we just wait until they do and the child they molest are not spared that heart well let me just tell you this dog um even if you had these dolls, that's still going to happen. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like some people are still going to do it is my guess. So yeah,
2: hopefully that's, that's it can help, help.
1: Yeah. somebody. Hopefully, you know, maybe they can study it or something. You know, I will, I hope it can help somebody, but I don't know, man. I I, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what you do. I just, I think that's the thing is, everybody's so scared to admit we don't fucking know what to do you know what i mean that's true if we knew what to do then people would just do it but we don't you know um and and honestly it ain't my solution it ain't my problem to fix really like i don't have the tools to fix that issue all i know is that it's it's uh it's a terrible thing um to be doing to children and shit It's probably terrible to live with that predilection but i don't you know i don't know what to tell i don't think the, the whatever the solution is not gonna be nice Mm-mm. you know what i mean it's gonna end up being like chemical castration or fucking prison time or it's it's not gonna be something cool that we all go hey yeah and then he just started you know she or he just started saying i'm gonna fuck adults and that was it we figured it out AJ the engineer says if there's anybody who needs to use the motto New Year, New Me, it's Marie Holmes. I hate it when people tell others how to use their money, but I gotta break my rule this time. If this ain't an episode of As the Hood Turns. <laughs> Woohoo! As the Hood Turns. Let's recap. Marie wins the lottery and bails out her man Hot Sauce. Great. The nigga doesn't stop selling drugs despite her new winners and gets locked up again and you bail him out again. Okay? Now you mean to tell me that after he gets bailed out, he goes and fucks other women? Other women that you then pay off so that they stop sleeping with him? Huh? So you gonna go broke paying off other women and belling out hot sauce? What in the fuck? Miss Marie, get the fuck out of that town. You got money now. You can pack up and move. Find love elsewhere. Leave that ain't shit nigga with Nikki and her cousin and those bed sheets i really believe hot sauce when he says cops are targeting him because they know his girl has the money but now this nigga can't stop selling drugs or sleeping with other women i think i finally understand who really won the lottery in this situation aj why are you gonna believe the side chick over hot sauce really you just gonna take the side chick narrative and run with it that's what's wrong with y'all man y'all don't want black girl to work you're just going to believe anything. So just anybody with a camera can get on there and be like, he jacked my titties with his little dick. Huh? What you going to say about that? Huh? Huh? Like that, that lady didn't seem very credible to me. I'm sorry. We got to do a making the murder about this. Why? Where is, where is Netflix with this? With <laughs> this
2: one. I will watch the hell out of this. <laughs> making
1: making a broke nigga. It
2: could, be, <laughs> it could be how
1: she can lose all that lottery money. <laughs> Breaking the murder,
2: hot sauce. Right,
1: <laughs> the hot
2: sauce edition. Right.
1: uh Should they make sex dolls of children to stop pedophiles? Nah, it's gonna make things worse. Or sure, sounds like a good plan. Oh, that was the other thing too. Everybody glossed over that dude. That one scientist in the article that was like, "Yeah, I think it's just gonna get worse." <laughs> it was like, "It was like, yeah, that's not, yeah, that's that's, 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 that's just gonna make thing. them want to fuck these kids." So. Uh, anyway, nah, it's just gonna make things worse. Ninety-six point one five percent said, yeah, make things. It's gonna make things worse, and three point eight five percent said, sounds like a good plan. So there you go, there you go. Uh, we only got two voicemails. One of them was over the three minutes, and it was from an undisclosed number. Mm -mm. So here's the thing, I think we have to pass a new rule: no more calling from blocked numbers. Mm Mm. Like the anonymous call shit is bullshit. And that one troll dude was doing it. And honestly, I think this might even be that troll dude Mm -hmm. trying to disguise his voice with this like weird accent or something. But if it's not him, it's also weird that you called, didn't say your name, um, or whatever, you know. Um and, and they the person was taking us out of like they were they were saying stuff we never said on the show all right matter of fact let me play some of it i do want to play some of it so you guys can hear hey
0: man um i just called i was listening to your show from uh wednesday i think it is today i listened to it late but uh yeah fuck ricky gervais uh to your point uh,
1: like that sounds like that dude to me but he but disguising his voice right and then also like it was also another like talk like a lot of things we both said, but mostly targeted towards me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other thing was things that we didn't say, which was a calling card of this guy. Like I don't have to forgive Ricky Gervais. You you guys uh said that I had to celebrate him for not a po-. like I I never told you what to do, and I I never said that um anyone has to forgive him. I said the thing I like about him is that he didn't try to write out for himself with a fake ass apology
2: that he did mean to make
1: it seem like y'all are just being mean to me he was like no y'all are cunt and fuck y'all and that to me means you don't have to like him you can just be like fuck him i don't support him i don't like him at all and nobody can ever judge you for it Mm -mm. because he didn't apologize he didn't back down and i like when people do that stand your ground don't don't just back down because it's not it wasn't an accident. He didn't see the error of his ways. He went up there and made those jokes knowing full, he worked weeks on those jokes, I guarantee it. So if you don't like him, then you genuinely just don't like him and I like that he stuck to his guns on that shit. You know, I don't think you have to find him funny or anything. No one can speak for what you find funny. But yeah, I like people that are unapologetic when they do shit that they know is going to be offensive i just i just personally i'm not a fan of the pop shit apologize motherfuckers and nobody ever forgives them anyway so mm-hmm. why even waste your time do i still That's haven't met the person point.
2: that
1: yeah i still haven't met the person that forgave amy schumer or mm-hmm. or tosh daniel tosh like mm-hmm. n- none of these people forget these people why are we even pretending like i'm just not gonna go through the bullshit anyway don't ever write it and call in again mm-hmm. uh for my undisclosed number yep and also you lied to me bro you told me you were never gonna call me back when we did our medium talk can't believe you bullshitted me next
0: hey Ron, karen it, this is monica in new york and it's so late <laughs> i'm calling you guys because i didn't want to um miss being on the feedback show um so oh, i wanted to comment on um monday's episode hot sauce so I'm a giant, giant David Bowie fan, and this week has been rough. But um, anyway, I was really happy that you talked about Bowie and talked about the highlights of his career, you know, you're reading that article. Um, and because you guys are, like, friends in my head, I was just excited, you know, because like Bowie was, has been an important part of my life. I was just excited you were talking about him, even in, you Know on a sad occasion. but um, yeah, it would never cross my mind to like be so condescending as to be like, You don't know, David Bowie. Like, that really pissed me off that when people did that to you, but I really can't stand that kind of like snobbery, it's really, really stupid. I think all it is is a a way for people to uh tell you that they think they're better than you, which is really stupid. Anywho, so I just want to say, like, man, how much in the world do we not know about, like, gee, there's always a chance to learn. And if you don't like it, so what? You know, whatever. Don't be mad. Um, okay, and then also really quick, wanted to comment on the the uh alone. Also I agreed with you over that, you know, like I was super rooting for him. I loved Creed so much. My favorite things in two thousand fifteen were um Creed and Star Wars. And yeah, it was really fucked up that he forgot to uh thank the director mostly. That really sucked. But um whatever. It happened move on. Um and then real the quick last thing I wanna say is Forgive me, Karen, for I have sinned. I ate at your potlet about four weeks ago, <laughs> glad and I felt was bad afterwards. And thankfully, I didn't get sick. Um, but I heard your voice in my head, and now i will going go back. So, anyway, uh, thanks for another great week, and hopefully, I'll talk to you soon. All right, take care, guys.
2: Uh, thank you, Monica. Well, glad you're still with us, baby. Yeah, I definitely
1: won't. Um always still so anyway uh <laughs> phone lines are open 704-557-0186 704-557-0186 is a phone line oh my god oh uh, anyway uh leave uh you can call it and uh talk to us before we uh get off the air and of course we're about to um you know be up out of here okay uh let's read these feedback emails brandon says rod and karen just felt the need to write an email to you too and thank you for the hard work and content you put out rod i'm the guy on twitter the other day who thanked you and chris for inspiring me to get back into writing and blogging i'm at my first movie screen of the day and it feels great to give my creative juice let get my creative juices flowing again you and karen are my favorite podcast you guys have so much passion for what you and my fiance and for what you and my fiance and i love karen's passion and her rants and we love rod's jokes and overall funny nature i'm going to get take this slow and get some reviews and some content before i launch my website but this would not happen without you so thanks oh man thank thank you. you appreciate that man glad to inspire man glad to inspire uh let's see oh yeah this is my gift i got from minerva who says uh the rise of follow ziggy stardust and the spiders from mars his david bowie album that she gifted me on amazon and it says for karen who said i don't know his music like that but i was not oblivious and rod because lots of rock fans don't know him either he's weird and very old school cheers thank you yes thank you I'll definitely be listening um kimberly writes in episode one 1113 space time experience happy new year with the holidays i got so behind so i'm glad to be able to write in on an episode that i heard before the feedback show the discussion on the oscars i'm writing this after the golden globes have aired so i'll save my comment on that until i hear it my main comment is regarding movie trailers because i fast forward past tv commercials most movie trailers i see are at the theater i purposely get to the movie in time to see the trailer and then note which movies i want to see in the future over the holidays i saw concussion and the big short this is the first time i noticed the real difference in movie trailers admittedly i mainly see black films in the theater so this is probably why with that i was totally surprised that they did not show the trailer for ride alone 2 at the big short i almost got shushed in the theater for discussing this with my hubby i mean ride alone made quite a bit of money and oh hold on phone uh hey you're on with the blackout tips hi
3: this is kara how are you guys doing hey Kara, doing
1: great how you doing
3: Good. Um, thank you. I wanted to call because on the last week, I think I asked you guys, hey, what do you think about the 140 characters of Twitter, like possibly being taken away? Mm. And I loved your response. You're like, I don't I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good, but I, I, I guess I felt like I was obligated to call back and say why I thought like it was something to be, I don't know, not worried about, but concerned about because mm. Twitter's CEO, I I don't know, it's like he's not even paying attention in the real world of, like, this phenomenon that's been going on with Twitter. You have the the Zola story, which was amazing. I mean, regardless of whether or not it's true or if she got in trouble, I think the things that she wrote about were astounding. And with the 140-character limit, it's like, I don't know, you really see what a person can do under such a constraint. And she wove this amazing story. I just loved it. I mean, I know it was dangerous, and I know there was a lot of um, unethical behavior, one might say, but she told it in such a way that was phenomenal. And then there were other people who were doing it. There's that guy who, he was using Alfonso Rivera photos, and I think he also did another story using, oh, who was, Drake, Drake, I think. Yeah. And his stories were great, too. And then there was another beautiful anecdote of uh, a woman of color in an office setting who just uh, gave it to this other dude who never seemed to be able to get her name right. it or... mm-hmm. was something along yeah. those lines, right? That. Yeah, that was funny. So when I hear that, like now, after these phenomena, Twitter and the, his CEO, the CEO of Twitter, who happens to be a white dude, is like, right. you know, I think it's time we start changing the format because... I don't know, it seems like a lot of people want to use more than 140 characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, but I, I would go to Facebook for something like that. Right. Or I'd send you an ma- email, I don't know, leave. I think Twitter and what it's doing now is really important, because so far the stories that I see are distinctly black American voices. Right. right. So to like come into Twitter and say, you know what, I think I want to change the format right now, it's a really good idea. No. No, who are right. you listening to? Why would that be a good idea right now, and for who?
1: well all right Right. here's all right from a content creator slash like if not even content creator from a business perspective on his on his uh side his problem with everything you just said is when you said i would go to facebook when you like the part where you said i would go to facebook for this other thing is him being like well that's just us helping the competition i would like to keep you here somehow um now the options that he's providing for these tweets is not it's it's not actually going to change very much right what it what it is is uh like we already have tweet longer you ever see those tweet longer links Where okay
2: no. yeah, yeah well
1: people people tweet and it's over 140 characters and then it's like click this link to read the rest of this shit that's essentially what they would be putting in like uh it's still gonna tell you it's 140 characters it's gonna warn you that you're going over 140 characters and then after you tweet over 140 characters it's not going to just show up on someone's feed where they see a thousand characters. They're going right. to have to click on
3: that. Okay, that was To go problem. to this. And like yeah. see more like that. Right.
1: right. Now he, and the reason that he, according you know, I read this article and according to him, the reasoning for it was, for it was people were starting to do stuff like take pictures of long form posts and put the picture on Twitter. And he mm-hmm. was like, well, if, why even have a middleman where you got to go find a picture or you type all this out take a screenshot of it then post it it was like we should be able to host that on our site and i guess when they originally conceived twitter in his you know in his head it was always they were limited to 140 characters because of just technology so Uh in his mind he always thought what if people were able to just share a free-flowing blog format and they were like, whoever, you know, the scientists behind Twitter were like, yeah, that's cool, bro, but um, we can't get more than 140 characters.
2: Yeah, because uh, people are paying 10 cents a text. Like, yeah. You know, they've been around for right. a half minute. Yeah, well, they were, stuff, yeah, were yeah.
1: They were like, this shit will blow up our servers and we'll never be able to do all that shit, you know. And Twitter did used to go down all the time. I remember... They'd be like oh the world cup we'd be all excited then it's like twitter's down so <laughs> <laughs> so i think in his mind in his mind this is actually more approaching the original vision that he had and okay if people if it is the way that he says it is it should not stop what twitter is doing right now it should only add to its capabilities but you know we'll see how it's executed because if everybody started using that tweet longer format then yeah people are gonna people are gonna leave but if only like but say like um if zola could put all her thing in one big long ass story and it was just Aww. and it was just one tweet to share it instead of 75 people on your timeline resharing her story 75 different times and all that stuff okay. if it was just one like boom here's her whole story some people might be okay with it some people might like that better so we'll see
3: I wouldn't have read it. You know why? It's like I like the shorter messages and go into the next one. Go. It's all. It's this yeah. closer to page flipping for me, in like a digital format. Even more so than reading something in Kindle. Like Kindle will give you the size of a page as far right. as the layout, but with Twitter, going to that next tweet just feels like uh, a real uh, closer to a format of a digital book for me. But,
1: I agree. It feels more like a conversation. And and right. for the record uh Zola's story could still be told the same way even with the new like format thing like it it, it wouldn't be like okay now now go make these a long form it, it was she could still do the story exactly how she's doing it so you know i just any, i just think we all worry so much and i just i i kind of want to see what's going to happen like if it if it sucks trust me they'll they'll unroll that shit they've done stuff before where they were like this is a great idea and everybody was like this fucking sucks, and they were like, "Uh, actually, we take that picture back. Don't worry about it. Sorry, you know."
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for adding that in. I, I hadn't thought of it that way. So it's, it's all good. Well, you know, before I sign off, let me let me have my bird tweet in the phone. See, since we're talking about Twitter, okay. my bird partner. <laughs> You hear that? Yeah, I heard <laughs> it I heard her
1: back there tweeting.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we both say goodbye, and we love you, and maybe talk to you next week. All right, Kara.
1: Peace. Peace. Yeah all right um let's see where are we at on this email Da in the theater oh there's no doubt that white people have seen the movie oh here we go right i mean right along made quite a bit of money and cuban kevin have been making the rounds on mainstream shows with success there's no doubt that white people have seen that movie and when i trailer when when the trailer was aired in concussion the white people around me laughed so i was clueless as to why it was not shown during the big short it wasn't a comedy versus drama thing but because because the trailer for the zoolander sequel was shown perhaps it was the area as movie reviewers do you know if trailers are specific to locations of movies I do not know that as someone that's seen a lot of movies I do believe that (laughs)
2: yeah they I, I, definitely
1: know the demographics of who gonna come in that shit right
2: and also <laughs> uh they uh, have different versions because yeah. we actually you actually see them on tv it'd be the same movie but when you watch it doing tnt it's all the action if you watch it doing your daytime soap drama it's all the love and when you watch the movie you was like this fucking movie didn't have anything to do with either one of these so i do believe that they strategically uh put certain movie trailers with certain movies and the other movies they don't put them there
1: yeah, so I definitely uh understand your point though. Me too. Um we saw concussion in Atlanta and the big short in Fort Lauderdale. At any rate, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Totally enjoy the show. April on the show. Cool. Oh, we got another phone call. Uh yo, you're on with the blackout tips?
0: How we doing today, Mr. Mrs. Tips? Great hey. man. Hey,
1: how you doing? They call me, Mr. Tips. <laughs> <laughs> uh who who is this, man? Who is this?
0: This is Eric Austinville, man. Oh, what's up, man? Just cool, man. Another day in the life. Look, I, w- I just tuned into the show a little bit late, and, and I was listening, and it sort of struck me as a nerve. And I was like, look, I, I think I think the fuck boys need a 15-second PSA. You-, you see how this just happened, fuck boys? Mm. See how it just happened? I just called him directly. If I have something real derogative to say, here's my chance right here <laughs> right now that's it i got all the time i even got carried on a lot of fun boys i can say all the negative shit in the world right now. right
1: now yeah it is funny how um people yeah. really have tuned into the anonymity provided by the internet mm-hmm. to you know spit the most fucked up venomous shit but then in an actual exchange a conversation it's like nah i don't want to do that i'll just
0: i just want to talk about that, that's too much like confrontation
3: even though you're still only
1: on the phone i mean if they know shit like what you call we still snatching that right that was what i was telling that dude that uh we did the menial talk that 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 troll dude well he was like <laughs> well, i feel like you know you threatening. me and i, I was like uh, what am i gonna do to you dog i'm not threatening. like i never i don't even threaten people because what the fuck i it's stupid i'm not gonna hurt you over the phone. <laughs> like, if anything, I'm just gonna hang up or some shit if I don't want to talk to you, but, this, like, the idea of being, like, threatened by me because uh, I disagree with you or something is so, uh, that's so
0: stupid, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and quick question for Miss Karen. Yes. So, sweetheart, what you reading lately? Say that again? What you been reading lately?
2: Ooh. I've been reading uh the walking dead comics oh. i have really been loving that and uh i haven't been reading any ratchet shit as far as like uh what we had been reading for our comic book club thingy but i also been um uh, but i don't want to go into the nerd up i said i also been you know playing <laughs> life is strange <laughs> yeah i've been playing the hell out of that
1: yeah we gotta do a
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I can't even. I'm not even gonna ask. That would just be that'd be too much. You would, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. yeah you just enjoy that game. Enjoy that game.
1: And that's what <laughs>
3: that's what everybody's been saying.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I appreciate everybody being so um, cautious, of, conscious of spoilers when it comes to that game. Like everybody that's playing, they just be like oh just wait yeah man
3: because like you played it so you're like nah mm, nah nah mm, mm, mm.
0: nah just i don't want to say anything let me just say nothing so, <laughs> i do want to ask where you are because that just might constitute like a sigh or something nah <laughs> <laughs> well
1: all right man thanks aaron man thank you all right man y'all take it easy all right all right be saving Peace. the bill bruh Stay off the murk, homie. Yes, sir. <laughs> we sure will stay off the murk. Yeah, watch out, man. Fed nom is so real. People don't be knowing. Episode eleven thirteen. Follow up comment that wouldn't post. Oh, okay. So uh my girl Miss Bart wrote back in. Said update. According to reports, Black Youngster doesn't have an account with Wells Fargo. And was only holding about seventy K, which belonged to his manager. Mmm. Okay. Okay and she said first it. comment submitted fine via mac uh but i got empty capture error when i tried to submit on windows chrome and fox okay i don't know what happened mm, with that got
2: the investigative team we do need you on ball of dirt, lady
1: i'm telling you man she's figuring mm-hmm. it out
2: mm-hmm she on the case
1: yep so apparently um maybe black youngster was lying hmm. well anyway he uh played the cops he got he got out of there with his money mm-hmm sometimes you gotta do that
2: <laughs> gotta fake it till you make it
1: yeah uh shout out to my man charles e i'll say b the second i don't want to put your whole government out there but he sent me a gift on my amazon wish list uh now i got main bitch dream side bitch status too oh, oh. thank you oh
2: shit that made a she made a second one
1: yeah a lot of these have sequels since so they're only like 30
2: minutes to read you know oh. uh <laughs> 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 Not, <laughs> <laughs> oh we got to get that book club up I'm, i know i'm holding up the process it's y'all. Your fault. Yep. i know i'm gonna get on it
1: season two that started for empire <laughs> i'm not watching
2: season two i get through season one that was a deal
1: yeah you haven't even started i'm just saying <laughs> it's your fault i'm not even doing this uh question this is from app evil says karen mm-hmm. if you could interview if you get an interview with drake but all you had to do was rub and kiss on his chest for one minute would you do it then he said p.s don't block me it's just a question
3: <laughs> what? Is, what? <laughs> i don't know about his
2: chest i wrote his beard
1: yeah i don't know what is this going what is what is this going on uh what who has interviewed demands like that <laughs> ah! yes i'll let you interview me but i need you to suck and rub on my chest for one minute
2: i like his beard game
1: yep david bowie writes in wait what no hiroja shy writes in and the title is david bowie i was about to say yeah. Like, do we? Do? What the fuck kind of <laughs> metaphysical plane are we on?
2: I know what's happening right now,
1: dear Rod and Karen. Growing up, listening to a very diversified musical selection, which I got from my parents, whom would often play music throughout the house while doing chores, or just have it on in the background during dinner time instead of uh instead of music, or I guess instead of TV. I clearly remember as a child, yeah. my parents had one of those stereo systems with like four really big speakers and two tape decks and a record player. The do not touch this or you will get your ass whooped claws. Yep, I that. We all know that. Fuck up the sound. Yep. <laughs> I still fucked up more of my dad's speakers. Couldn't help myself. Just an example of the music played in my home. Uh, in one listening session, I could hear Patti LaBelle, I'm in love again, album on the record player, then go Madonna's True Blue or tape, then Born in the USA or on tape. Um, yeah, I mean, my dad listened to a lot of diverse music. My thing is, I just didn't pick that up from him but yeah i grew up him he put like i'm sure he played some david bowie i yeah. i remember pete floyd and shit i don't like yeah. i don't remember all that shit yeah, but your dad's
2: very diverse
1: yeah i wouldn't be shocked if he had a bunch of david bowie records maybe i don't know i just don't remember it all i remember some yeah.
2: the police and right you know how kids are kids don't give a fuck about their parents music let's just say that real well I,
1: I would pay attention when he threw on like public enemy my dad was a big public enemy fan that was oh. how, one of the reasons i love rap is hearing that damn public enemy um... Well, let's see and the David Bowie Rise and Follows start Stardust on the record player the reason I listened to David Bowie after often growing up was Bowie was one of my dad's favorite artists from the 70s which was very unusual because my dad a, a black man did not really like 70s rock or rock bands in general most of the time my mother would play such music I remember asking my dad one time why he played David Bowie all the time he did not like rock music and he said David Bowie is a really good artist but most importantly as a white man he has openly and consistently said the reason he can play rock music is because of black people black people made rock and roll and everyone needs to know it respect it and acknowledge it rock music is not here because of white people slash elvis my dad really hated elvis yeah all old all black men do it's because of black people so while his passing made me really sad i also remember david bowie most for being my first introduction into what would be a regular segment in my life keeping it real with dad man did my dad really hate elvis have a great show <laughs> i feel like all old black men hate elvis i feel like that's why my dad liked public enemy when he had that elvis was a hero the most but it never meant shit to me <laughs> straight up racist that cracker was simple simple and plain him and john wayne that was my, that's my motherfucking shit anyway guys we'll talk to y'all um uh next uh or uh, sunday we'll yeah, talk to y'all sunday tomorrow so uh and then uh, i think at one fifteen today so in 15 to 20 minutes
2: mm-hmm. we're
1: gonna be on mr spans the span report which will be um dope so uh, and i don't know if he's sending out a link for other people to join in live or not but uh we'll definitely um we'll definitely be on that joint and if he does have a link i'll send it to everybody but uh make sure you check out the spam report when you get a second mm-hmm. um all right we'll be back tomorrow until then love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.